Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Building Three Pillars. I'm your host, John Waters. Hope you guys had a great weekend. If you're watching, this is my very first video for this particular series, and this is our Motivation Monday. And today's topic is going to be pain and growth. All right. So as usual, I'll go ahead and start this off with a quote. Today's quote is going to come from Carol Dweck. If you guys are unfamiliar with her, you should probably catch one of her books. Uh, one of my favorite one talks about the growth and fixed mindset, and it's actually called mindset. I think you'll actually like it, and I hope you enjoy this quote. All right, and it says, we like to think of our champions and idols as superheroes who are born different from us. We don't like to think of them as relatively ordinary people who made themselves extraordinary. And as usual, I'll follow this up with a little bit of my own thought. It's not the problems, enormity, or complexity that holds us back. It's our inability to see how extraordinarily capable we are that stops us. All right. So pain and growth. <laughs> um, I just want to give a little bit of background on this particular show. I've been doing this for uh, quite a while now. However, like I said, it's my first time ever recording this. And so if you're only catching this from the podcast, yes, there is a video out. Um, you can catch part of it on the Facebook. You can also catch part of it on YouTube. I'll put the link somewhere in the description on either site that you're seeing this on or listening to currently. All right. So uh, if you guys have listened to me at all, you've heard me mention the name of Les Brown. I am a huge fan of his work. Um, a little background about where I've come from versus where I currently am. Um, back in my early days of embarking on my own personal journey and self-development, I used to listen very heavily to Les Brown. And one of the things you used to always talk about was, you know, you have to expect good things are supposed to happen to you. You have to look for them to happen to you. And at the time, that was major for me personally, because going along with this pain and growth thing, I expected things to be bad. I mean, my personal saying was, you know, uh, how did it go? Pray for the good, but expect the worst. And that right there was just a huge contradictory statement. How can you do both? Somehow I had to convince myself that that was correct and that it was possible. And for me, it wasn't until I actually started to think differently about that, that things started to change in my life. All right. So I want to go back a little bit to what Carol Dweck said in her quote, talking about heroes. And my biggest hero growing up was my mom. And growing up and talking to me as a teenager, you may not have believed that. I'm pretty sure everything I said didn't align with what I just said. But she definitely was major for me. She was she was superwoman. I saw her do some pretty amazing things. And I attribute a lot of my success that I currently have and the success I am on my way to, to a lot of the things I saw her do growing up, as far as her hard work ethic, as far as her, you know, aching away when there seemed to be none in sight. You know, I've seen her sacrifice a lot. And for me, doing what I'm doing currently, I think if I think it makes it easier to continue on this path, knowing that the example of what it takes to get where I want to go is so high. The bar has already been set so high. I mean, not so much in maybe what it is she was left with once all of us, me and my sisters were grown, but in terms of the lessons she instilled in us on the way out the door. Um, I attribute a lot of those things that I've done so far to her, her never backing down attitude, her ability to be the person that other people could call when they needed help. Those are things that I carry with me still. Um, but yeah, good things are supposed to happen to me. Like I said, growing up, especially during my time in the Marine Corps, I had adopted this theory based off what I saw that bad things were supposed to happen to me. And I was just supposed to react, you know, and 
looking back, I realized that may not have been necessarily true, but that was, you know, as far as I was concerned, the Marine Corps theory, I'm not saying that's what they teach you, but that's how I interpreted things. You know, think bad things happen. You just got to handle it when it arrives. And it paid off. I mean, I definitely made it out, thankfully. Um, but when I started expecting good things to happen to me, life started to change, you know, and it didn't happen all at once necessarily, but it was just in the small things. It would be uh, when I got out of Marine Corps, I started working in a big box gym and I was I wasn't, uh, you know, expecting things to go horrible there. But I wasn't always expecting my initial meeting with a new client to go well based off what I read on paper. Now, I know that's not fair to the person that was coming through the door, but I just assumed that things were going to go bad. And for some reason, they weren't going to like me. And thankfully, that wasn't the case. I mean, granted, I didn't always, you know, get the deal or get the person to want to stay. And that's OK, because I'm not meant for everyone. But, you know, when it did go my way, I would be surprised until I started listening more to Les Brown and Tony Robbins and people in that field of, you know, work. And I just realized, you know what, when I expect good things to happen to me, they actually do. Now, what happens before you get to the point of expecting these good things to happen to you? All right. So as usual, I'll explain it from my point of view. And for me, what it came down to was dealing with setbacks and learning to see those setbacks as opportunities. So let's take a step back from the gym scene. Let's look more into my personal life. So there was a time in my life that I really don't like to talk about, you know, and I decided today would probably be the day that I did it. So um, there was a time in my life where I was working at LA Fitness. I didn't really necessarily have a home per se. And for the most part, I mean, I just got out of the Marine Corps. So I would, you know, my mom lived in Cincinnati. The gym I worked at was in Northern Kentucky. And I also held a job at a, a factory out in Hebron, I believe it was, Hebron and or Richwood, one of those areas. And because of the way life was set up, I did not always have the opportunity to make it back to Cincinnati to, you know, take a shower to get ready for work. It just didn't make sense on paper to make that long trip to Cincinnati when I knew for a fact I had to be back in the gym. And like three hours, four hours. So like, why would I do that? That's an hour at least I'm going to spend driving. And if I hit traffic, I could potentially be late. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sleep in the car. And I, I can't tell you guys how many days out of the week that I actually did that. I know it was quite a few. But uh, I feel like not everyone was cut out for that. And I feel like that was one of the setbacks I was willing to deal with. Because in my mind, even before I really got heavily into this mindset ordeal, I believed that that was the way it had to be done. I believe that, you know, this situation I was in that could potentially be bad, you know, especially when it got cold at night when it was raining. I mean, I can't tell you guys how depressing it would be sometimes to just sit in the car and it'd be raining and every demon you've ever tried to deal with it just seems to pop in your mind. You know, I, thoughts ranging from, you know, is this your life now? Is this success? Did you work all that time in the military to get out and sleep in your car? You know, there's a running joke in the military that I'm not bragging on especially in the Marine Corps, you know, but we like to say that in the infantry, they prepare us to be professional homeless people. And here I was sleeping in my car, you know, living out the philosophy. And I was just like, dang, is this, is this it for me? Is this where I'm going to go? Am I just going <laughs> to go from work to another job to just sleeping in my car? Is this it? How do I get out of this? And that whole thing started to change a little bit for me when I actually started to actually see these uh, seemingly bad situations as opportunities for growth. And uh, I wasn't sleeping well. I mean, I was sitting in the car, I mostly just stay up all night thinking, <laughs> like, how do I get out of this? What have I done to deserve this? And it wasn't so much what I had done to deserve it, it's more what I hadn't done to get myself out of it. But I hadn't learned to see this as an opportunity to reflect on that quite yet. 
that didn't occur till later on down the road. But uh, I used to always listen to uh, Kevin Gates. He was pretty popular back during this time frame for me. And I somehow convinced myself that getting tired was a bad thing. <laughs> and I should tell myself, you know, like I was built for this. Whatever the particular situation was, I was built for these circumstances. Everything I had done in my life so far had equipped me to be able to handle this particular situation right here. And I used to tell myself, a little pain won't kill you. All right. So again, talking about pain and growth, um, I am a personal trainer by trade. And so when I meet with my clients, you know, our whole purpose of being in the gym is to get the body to want to do something different. And not only that, but to get the person, the mind of that person in the right state to accept the changes we're trying to initiate so that it can actually be seen in a physical form. Excuse me. And uh, again, I mean, in the gym, the whole thing is a little pain, won't kill you. That's the philosophy. But that also applies towards if you're outside of the gym. All right. So a little bit about this show. Like I said, it is a podcast. Um, the whole preface of it is to encourage people, you know, to go forth and do whatever that great thing is they've been thinking about. And it may not necessarily be something that occurs in the gym. It may apply to their work life. It may apply to their family life. But whatever the situation is, it's going to be painful when you're trying to fight your old self to bring forth the life that's required for your new self to thrive. And just understanding that and embracing the struggle that's coming for you and getting ready for that, that's a whole a whole earth shattering experience if you don't have things around you and people around you to help you stay on the right track. All right. But again, a little bit of pain is not going to kill you. You have to just look forward to it. I mean, we go to the gym initially to break stuff, you tear stuff, you know, without getting all uh, into the physiology of the movement and the muscles and what's actually happening. We understand that in order for a change to occur, a little bit of tearing down has to occur. In fact, in our bodies, this is happening constantly. You know, our bodies is working on maintaining homeostasis. There are a bunch of reactions and uh, reactions and, you know, ugh, messing up the words. A lot of things are taking place. So we call it atomism and catabolism. So, you know, building up and tearing down is constantly happening. And that's just the philosophy of life. You know, there has to be some give and take. We always have this yin and yang principle and theory that goes in with whatever we're talking about. And in our lives, there has to be no difference as far as what we're trying to accomplish out here in the physical realm. And I don't mean to sound preachy at all. Like I said, everything I do and everything I say on here is coming from experiences that I've had, things that I've had to deal with. And I'm just sharing this in hopes that it could be beneficial to you wherever you are that may be watching and or listening to this. All right. So again, a little pain won't kill you. Um, I know that once I got past the idea that, you know, okay, I'm ready to take advantage of the opportunities in my life. I understand that it's going to be painful. I understand that I have to just embrace that and know that on the other side of that is what I want to get, what I want to have. But uh, there came a point where, you know, I was very distracted. I was distracted by the different situations that would arise. I was distracted by the the drama of life, you know, none of us are exempt from that. And I remember there were quite a few times where I started and I stopped. And again, I was still struggling with the idea that the things that were happening to me weren't because someone else did it. It was because it's something I didn't do. And I stopped halfway through the tunnel. You know, I would be stuck in a, a hard place, a hard situation. And I would stop before I was able to actually make it to the part where I even saw the light. I can't even tell you guys that I was halfway through the tunnel. You know, but if I can encourage you to do anything, it's to not give up. Um, going back to our reference point of the gym, you know, when you get into the gym for your first time, if you didn't go there 
understanding and accepting the fact that it's a marathon, not a sprint, you may find yourself discouraged after you've gone to the gym for a day, a week, you know, maybe a month and you're not shredded like, you know, uh, Ronnie Coleman or any of your favorite athletes, you know, you're not shredded like those guys. Well, understand it's going to take some time, but if you give up when you're not even halfway through the tunnel, you're never going to see the results that you want. And for me, it wasn't so much the physical aspect of things that I needed to work on. It was the mental capacity to understand that in order to see change and have the life that I envisioned, I couldn't give up along the way. I couldn't allow myself to get derailed by the other things that I saw occurring in front of me or off to the side of me. You know, I had to develop some form of focus and I had to also work on my grit. So, yeah, like I mentioned before, I was in the military and the grit that you need to succeed there isn't exactly the same for me and my experience as the grit you need to succeed outside of there. The situation is different. Now, if you can understand how to take the lessons and apply them outside successfully, then yes. I feel like by default, a lot of us who are, uh, you know, have a military background, we carry some of those traits with us without knowing, you know, and it may put us in a position where we're able to cope a little better, but that's not saying the way that we cope is actually healthy. But if we can take the essence of some of those things, and, you know, build on the camaraderie, build on the ability to reach out to others, build on the ability, you know, to ask for help when we actually need it. Um, and then also realize that we're capable and take note of the things we have done so far, we'll be a lot better off. And I feel that lesson applies to anyone, not just someone in the military. If you've made it far enough to where you're able to listen to me today, that means you've done something right. And so now you have to go back and extract the essence of those situations where you conquered life and bring them forth here today. Um, I hope I haven't been going too long for you guys, but uh, things get bad before they get better. All right. So again, going through that pain and growth situation and for me trying to figure out how to put myself in a position to succeed, you know, to not feel so much like a failure, to get myself out of sleeping in the car, to get myself in a situation where if someone left or if a relationship didn't work, I wasn't stranded, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally, like working on those things were difficult for me. And so how did I get there? You know, it, it really took some dealing with myself on some terms, you know, to really accepting the fact that, hey, you know, you're not perfect. Everyone struggles. I mean, if you look at anyone you've ever admired, they had some kind of struggle. And again, like Carol Dweck mentioned in the quote that I read to you guys earlier, uh, you know, those superheroes are really just ordinary people who made a way. And so I remember... I was on this YouTube binge where I was looking for videos to inspire myself, and I stumbled upon one from Derrick Rose. I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with basketball. I'd be lying to you if I said I was an avid fan or anything like that, although I did have my uh, my period where I was. But I was listening to this speech that Derrick Rose had given, and they were asking him about what he hopes to accomplish you know, in the upcoming season. And he pretty much went on to say, like, why can't it be me? Why can't we go on to win? You know, and for me, I took that and I apply it to myself. I asked myself, why can't I be successful? So if I had to give you a question for you to reflect on every morning, it would be, why can't I have what I say I want? What's stopping me? What's preventing me? And I'm sure it'd be easy to point the finger at this person, at that situation, you know, of all those other things. But I think if you sit back and you analyze the question and maybe rephrase it, it shouldn't be necessarily what's stopping me. For me, it became asking myself, what am I holding my, myself back for? All right, so I want to go ahead and wrap this up. I just want to read you guys one more thing that I had actually written down. Um, 
Again, if you see me looking down, if you're listening to this and you hear me take an odd pause, I'm just reading. <laughs> but uh, I wrote, the person that refuses to give up when everyone else is screaming for them to throw in the towel is either mad or brilliant. But in both cases, the person is, that person is undeniably driven. Everything we have today exists because someone refused to give up. They failed 100 times and felt no shame going for 101. The world may make fun of you, may make fun of your shortcomings and overlook your sacrifice, but only until you make it. Never forget why you started, nor where you, where you came from to get here. Keep pushing through the hard times, and one day you'll have your breakthrough. All right, so yeah, um, hard times aren't here to last, you know? You gotta be covered in a little dirt in order to grow. There's a, a million sayings that could apply to this particular situation. So just take one and run with it. But yeah, just don't give up on your journey. Don't give up on yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you made it through this whole thing, listening and or watching, I highly appreciate it. Um, if you want to find me on Facebook, you can find me at John Waters, which is my name, with the tagline of Unlock Your Greatness. If you would like to follow the Three Pillars business page on Facebook, it is Three Pillars Fitness, LLC. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, it is three pillars. That's it for the uh, business. And my name on Instagram is underscore 3P Fitness. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day. Keep pushing. Greatness awaits.